This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Abner Mares is a world champion boxer, Olympian, sports commentator, and most importantly, dad to two little girls. Beloved by abuelas and hardcore fans alike, Abner is a pro at entertaining the world both in and out of the ring. On Blue Wire's new podcast, On the Hook with Abner Mares, we'll hear from Abner, his family, fellow athletes, and other people who made him the boxer and the man he is. They chat about topics like the state of boxing, Abner's American dream, and being a husband and a girl dad. So listen to On the Hook with Abner Mares wherever you get your podcasts. Episodes in English out on Tuesdays and episodes in Spanish out on Wednesdays. And this message was brought to you by Blue Wire. You're listening to the Raider Cody Podcast. The official podcast of RaidersBeat.com. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. You're going to get everything I got. Everything I got. Give me everything you got. Do it for the man next to you. Let's go. Let's go, Raiders on three. One, two, three. Let's go get there. We talk about rebuilding, rebuilding. How do you rebuild? I don't think that Gruden came in to rebuild. I think he came to set his roster on fire. Raider Nation, what is going on? Coming to you guys with episode 111. And this is the an exclusive podcast episode, actually. So not on YouTube. This is the first one in a while. Exclusive to my podcast subscribers, the loyals, the day ones, the guys that have been here uh, listening to the show on the platform that it started. So shout out to you guys. And because it's bye week, I wanted to give you guys a little extra content. Later, joining me is going to be my good buddy, Eddie Borsilli. I'm sure you guys are very, very familiar with him at this point. Um, he has his own podcast, Yards Per Attempt. So you can subscribe to that now or wait and listen to him and, uh, you know, decide yourself. But I will promise you love what you're going to hear from him. Very respectable opinion. And the reason I keep bringing him on here, love our chats all the time. Uh, so obviously, shout out. This episode is being brought to you by Blue Wire, Indeed, Pepsi, and BetOnline.ag. And shout out to RaidersBeat.com, of course. But we're coming in on our bye week feeling pretty good. Coming off a Chiefs win. Going into primetime against the Bucks. So let's quit messing around and let's get into it. Oh, baby. I'm telling you, things are getting heated up right now. And I can't wait to sit down and talk even more you know, to Eddie about all this. But I'm right now, where we sit... I've talked about this a little in the last YouTube video I dropped on my bi-week thoughts, but we're sitting here with a basically, guys, a top five offense in our hands, something that we haven't been able to say in a long time. Even whenever it came down to 2016, our offense, I felt like, wasn't firing on all cylinders like this. We were able to win close games. That offense came in clutch. So did the defense. Even the defense, although maybe it wasn't you know a top 10 defense, top 15 defense, they came up clutch. That team just came up clutch at the end of close games. We won close battles. We're getting to the point to where I feel like we have a lot of firepower and offense. We're able to open this thing up and we're able to drop 40 points on any defense. You know, of course, that's if we bring our A game. 
That's if we have all of our weapons. That's if we're healthy. That's if we're feeling good. And that's if we're prepared for our matchup. So coming off a bye week like this with all this preparation, I don't see any excuse. I see zero excuses right now for the Raiders to, you know, come out and not be completely on fire and ready to take down Tom Brady. Tom Brady, the guy that was rumored to be coming to Las Vegas, right? He had ownership stakes, right? All this stuff. He bought a house in Vegas, everyone said. All this stuff. When Derek first moved to Las Vegas, who was on the newspaper that day? The day that Derek Carr arrived in Las Vegas, Tom Brady was on the front of that newspaper. How do you think that makes him feel? Huh? Think it makes him feel good? No, I think this is his chance now to run old man Tom out of town. Like, legit. Not just let him go sign with Tampa Bay. This is where you come in and you say, this is my city. And any Raider fan that was banging the table for Tom Brady, this is where Derek Carr goes out there and he shuts up all of those doubters. So this is a big game for everyone, obviously. So I'm excited to see what turns out of the silver and black. I'm excited to see Tom Brady uh, you know, going up against John Gruden at this point. John Gruden has a Noah chip on his shoulder. He has unfinished business, as he says it. Unfinished business. What does that go to tell you? And this, this team isn't done building. We have a little bit of cap space left in 2020, and we're working out a guy like David Irving. Let's talk a little bit about David Irving and the impact that he could have on this defense. David Irving is highly underrated, in my opinion. Highly underrated, and I feel like he has that role like a Cleveland Farrell. He can move in, he can move out, he can play defensive end, he can move in, play defensive tackle. He can be very versatile, and I think it could be a good little learning curve. He's very long and lanky. He's not quite the same player as a Cleveland Farrell. I think he'd be a little better if he comes in and he, if he picks right back up where he left off. He could be a solid addition to the defensive line. And pre, if he picks up where he left off, he could possibly be the best defensive line player that we have on this roster. We're getting Mo Hurst back, back also. Imagine adding Mo Hurst, basically, right, off of what we saw last week to the Kansas City Chiefs because Mo was out. He was, on, he was on the COVID reserve list. So imagine adding Mo Hurst to this defensive line that we saw last week and David Irving. If we can keep that tempo up, if we can keep the pressure coming on anybody, I think this could be a solid defensive line. I think that's the one thing that this defense is missing. Absolutely. If the defense could keep getting pressure. We saw what it did to Patrick Mahomes. It can do that to every single opponent that we face for the rest of the season. So I'm a little fired up on that. But soon we're going to be talking to our buddy, Eddie Bersili. But real quick, we're going to take this quick break provided by Blue Wire. And when we return, the economy is made up of real people doing real stuff. And it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed. Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Chat a little bit more about this matchup then we'll bring good old Eddie on. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. 
Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gives you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire that you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. It's their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. Thanks to the lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch. I'll tell you, I got to get all, I got to, you know how it is as a Raider fan. You got to stay on your toes. You got to get fired up. And Pepsi helps me get through my game days every single Sunday. So Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through that game day because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi made for football watching. And we're back. So before we get all the way into it with Eddie, I just want to say right now with the Raiders sitting at three or two, this is it's weird seeing the games that we won and the games that we lost. When you think that we're going to lose two games after five, if you if I try to predict the first five games of the Raiders season and I try to pick the two teams that we're going to lose to, it was two teams that we ended up beating. You'd almost you'd almost chalk up if you had to pick two losses, you'd have picked the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead and you would have picked the New Orleans Saints in prime time, right? Just because I mean I don't care if it's a home game, the New Orleans Saints are used to playing in a dome. You know how Drew Brees is in a dome. You know how our, our track record in Arrowhead, if you had to pick two losses, you would pick those two games as losses, and we freaking beat them. We had a couple down games, and a lot of people were down about it, and I get it. But missing those pieces, those two losses, we didn't have Henry Ruggs, not even just in a partial manner, right? So that throws off the game plan. The defenses, the opposing defense doesn't even have to worry about a Henry Ruggs in their game plan. They're focused on everybody else, right? You see Josh Jacobs going through with that little hit pointer. Missing Trent Brown for a game or two, of course, even during those losses, he wasn't there. Losing Richie Incognito, no Brian Edwards. The injuries on defense, no Damon Arnett. So some of those those injury losses, no quick no Kwiatkowski. I mean, I, I can go on and on. There's so many injuries that were happening to our defense and our offense, our starters. We had so many, we were losing so many. Our freaking injury report was a mile long. So now we're finally getting a 95% healthy team. We're getting even more players back now off of IR in Richie Incognito. We could be getting Damon Arnett back. I think it's time for this team to really buckle up because now we're getting in the flow of the season. These guys are getting in football shape. They're used to taking those hits. They're getting back into it. I think we, we can really make a statement now, again, in prime time, back at home on Sunday Night Football. And I'm absolutely amped up. For me, it's my, it's my anniversary weekend, so I won't be there. I won't be in Vegas. So, for those that will be in Vegas for the primetime game, Bucks, what is it, October 25th in Las Vegas, make sure you guys visit Stage Door Casino. Stage Door Casino is absolutely the go-to spot for Raider Nation. In my opinion, it is the only, only bar for Raider Nation to go to. Not some poser. They're not a Dolphins bar posing to be a Raiders bar just because. 
They're an actual Raider Nation bar where Raider Nation is attracted to them because they're authentic. They have Raider jerseys up. I mean, the manager of the place has a freaking Raider tattoo on his chest. You don't get that anywhere else in Vegas. They're authentic, and that's what we love as Raider Nation. That's why I'm attracted to going there. There's a lot of other places that want us to go do shows. A lot of other places that we could go to and do shows. Um, and, and, you know, they obviously, you know, do whatever they can to get us there. But it doesn't matter. They get shut down because I, myself, and my guy Kenny King Jr., and everybody that I've talked to, even my wife, we all want to go to Stage Door Casino because that is it's authentic. It's, sil- it has, it's silver and black, man. Like, it just bleeds it. It's oozing out of the walls. So that's my recommendation. That's a hill I'm willing to die on, and that's a, that's a recommendation I'll give any day, even if the Raiders aren't playing during the bye week. Go watch football games at Stage Door Casino. But every day, home game, away game, be there. I will be back November 22nd. November 22nd, the next time we play the Chiefs at home, we'll be there for that game. I might be doing a full-blown watch party again. For sure going to do a post-game show. So we'll be there set up with equipment. If you want to come by, say what's up. Get there early. I will say that on game days. Get there early, especially whenever we go there and do a show. Man, that last one, it was uh, there was a line for, line forming at noon. So if you want to get in there and you want to watch the game, because they're you know, still stuck on COVID restrictions, they can't have full capacity. If you want to get in there and watch a game, I, I suggest I mean get there at 10 a.m. I don't care if it's a night game. Get there at 10 a.m. Get there. Get there early. That's going to be the only way that you're going to be able to solidify a spot, hang out with Raider Nation, and enjoy things as close as you can possibly get to as a real football game. That's what I got. Stage Door Casino. Shout out to John. Shout out to everybody there that makes that place tick. We're going to bring in our guy, our guest here, the, the, the most honorary guest of the Raider Cody podcast. You guys know the name, Eddie Borsili. So we'll be right back with our guy. said eddie borsili you know the name executive producer of nfl serious xm's radio station and host of the yards per attempt podcast focused around the raiders so make sure you guys subscribe on your favorite raiders should i say your favorite podcast platform all raider fans out there eddie bye week how you feeling man what's going on cody what's going on man i have absolutely no idea what to do with myself today was brutal without any Raider football the week is brutal without any lead up to Raider football. So I didn't really know what to do. If I, if I wasn't working, I don't know if I would just sit at home and stare at the wall, but, uh, by week, everybody gets right. Ready to get back to some football though. Yeah. Luckily we're getting some healthy guys back. So it feels a little good, I guess, to have this bye week, but a little scared today, you know, uh, our next matchup just put a whooping on an undefeated team. I'd say, yeah. uh, that defense, you know, kind of, you know, got them, got them sparked, got them fired up. Eddie, um, I guess just looking ahead real quick, um, what, what are your thoughts going into the Bucks game? So a couple things, and let's give credit to Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles, maybe not so much a great head coach when he's with, with the Jets, but Todd Bowles is a hell of a defensive coordinator. He's putting all those pieces together for those Bucks at the right time. The guy that really, the guy, and it kills me to this day, and again, I'm not going to take shots at players on our team, but you know, people that follow me on Twitter know, I was a big Devin White fan coming out of college. Yeah. I wanted him in silver and black. That guy is all over the football field, crushing dudes out there. And, you know, the Buccaneers, they picked up another defensive tackle today. They traded for Steve McClendon late tonight. 
So that Bucks defense, you're, you're right, man. It's scary. Aaron Rodgers went into there as hot as hot can be, throwing the ball all over the yard, and they shut him down. He had his third worst, you know, uh, QBR of his entire career. He only threw his third pick six of his career. So Buccaneers, man, they're a hot football team. Brady's connecting with Gronk again on offense, but that defense is something they don't. The Buccaneers on defense give up less than three yards of carry, so it's going to be a tall task for that Raiders. We need the prime Raider offensive line. We need Incognito back. We need Trent Brown at the top of his game. We need everybody clicking because that offensive line is going to be tested next week. Yeah, and it's funny, you know, going back to you bringing up Devin White, that was a guy, too, that was kind of banging the table for in that draft. Of course, at four, we go with Cleveland Farrell. And at the time, there was, there was, there was a point this offseason where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <clears throat> updated their uniforms. And uh, shout-out to my guy Kenny King Jr. for making this resurface. Uh the the Raiders had you know basically given a, a uniform update per se and you know mm. made it made it clear that hey it's still the best in sports which of course me and you will still stand by that as well but that led to Devin White responding that's cute we have a date coming up with y'all soon hashtag should have taken me at four oh boy Ooh. that makes me a little bit uh, that makes me a little nervous because like I said this dude's all over the football field now you know sideline to sideline type linebacker. And if he's out to kind of, you know, if you, if you will, mark this on his calendar, that's going to be a tough task. That's going to be a tough task for, for Darren Waller and coverage because White says such so athletic. And today, versus Aaron Rodgers, they had him blitzing. He was blitzing like a madman. He had a sack and a half in his football game. So, look, you don't go into a game scared of anybody. And yeah. each week in the NFL different. But Devin White, looking back, and, you know, it goes back to Cleve Farrell, like, you know, I feel like for his entire career, however long it lasts for the Raiders, hopefully it's 12 or 13 years, Raider Nation's going to have a love and hate relationship with him because last week by far he played his best game as a Raider. He was tremendous. Mm-hmm. He's putting pressure all over Mahomes, getting in his face. So that's what you want out of that pick. But there's weeks where that doesn't happen and Raider Nation's out to get him because mm-hmm. he's the number four pick in the draft and he wasn't Devin White. So whenever that, that that's the case, and if, if it's going to get amplified next week because if White goes out there, and it's all over the football field, and Farrell can't get any of the quarterback, Raider Nation's going to be up in arms. Can someone show Cleveland Farrell that tweet? Can we get him fired up? Right? I think that's what we need to get he's out a, of this. He's a, he's, a, he's a social media guy. I'm, I'm surprised he doesn't see it. You know, I'm surprised he doesn't see it. I want to show the offensive line that tweet. I want to show Incognito yeah. that tweet. <laughs> we, need, we need a little – we do need Richie back to give us that little nasty yeah. um, in, the run, in the run game especially and maybe get these guys fired up. Look, it's national TV – it's Tom Brady. It's John Gruden's former team. There is storylines up the wazoo for this football game. This is the spot you want to be in. If the Raiders want to be in prime time, if the Raiders want to play with the big boys in the AFC, they need to, to, to handle business on Sunday Night Football because everybody in the world is going to be watching this game next week. Completely agree. And I think that, you know, we luckily the Raiders' offense, the, the Packers kind of just have that, um, you know, that element. You, like you, you're dealing with Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones. And, you know, shut down Devontae Adams and don't let Aaron Rodgers, you know, throw his nice little crossing routes that he likes to, you know, pick up big yardage, you know, doing. So the Raiders have an element to where they can try and run it down your throat. And you, no matter what, I don't care if you're stopping it, you still have to respect it because all it takes mm-hmm. is a couple big pickups and you're moving that ball right down the field. Um, so I think no matter what, hopefully the Raiders are, attack this, are able to attack this thing. Get Devontae Booker involved like we did last time. Get Josh Jacobs in a key situations with the ball in his hand and open up the defense with Henry Ruggs. Like, we know the drill. Nelson Aguilar and Henry Ruggs yep. can take the top off, something that 
Green Bay, like they have, you know, a good depth of wide receivers. They have some long, linky guys that can run around, but they don't have any anything that's like a Henry Ruggs. So, yep. if we can go out there and, and show them many different looks, like to where we can throw it anywhere you want. And luckily, Derek has been one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL against the Blitz in the last few years. Um, I think that's obviously, you know, coming from John Gruden and his preparation uh, pre-snap. He gives him so many different looks to see, you know, who's coming, who's not, what kind of protection he needs. Uh, Derek, I think, it is is absolutely um, queued up for for anything to come, even if it is Devin White. So I'm interested, Eddie, because it's getting to the point to where if they want to try and create turnovers, uh, if we can just work on our, you know, continue to work on our ball security. Last week it wasn't an issue, but the two weeks before that it was. So if we can continue to hold on to the ball, not turn it over, I think this offense is just going to be back to right where it is and making this Bucks defense, you know, look just a little bit more normal than what maybe Aaron Rodgers did this last week. Well, see, and you said it yourself, the game, look, people forget because they, 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 the final score was such a blowout, but Packers were up 10 nothing, and what happened? The Bucks created a turnover, Jamal Dean gets the pick six, and the game turns. Turnovers create havoc in football games. The Packers were dominating in the first quarter. One turnover sets, sets it right. So, the Bucks kind of took a couple shots and kind of and kind of came back, and that turnover kind of sparked it. So you're right, ball security. You got to play smart football. No penalties. You can't be turning the football over for short, given Tom Brady short fields because Tom Brady's a goat. And he's gonna he's gonna take advantage of it. and He's gonna score. But I will say this about that: the Tampa Bay secondary is young. Carlton Davis, they got Antoine Winfield Jr. back there. They're talented. Don't get me wrong, but they're young and. Your point about Henry Ruggs and about taking advantage of it, they're going to try to make some plays. They're going to try to jump some routes. They're going to try to do some things mm-hmm. to cause some turnovers by car. He has to be smart with the football, which he is. He has to challenge that defense because while their front seven is really good with Levante David, Devin White, the guys in the back end could be had because they're young football players and they could be attacked. So yeah. this team has to come out and attack. And if they're going to load up the box against Josh Jacobs and Devin Booker, Carr's just going to have to eat them up. You're going to have to eat them up with Darren Waller. You're going to, you know, the Packers have guys, they have Robert Tanya at, at, uh, at tight end who's got five touchdowns this year, but he's not Darren Waller. Yeah. They, don't have, they didn't have to cover a guy like that. So they're going to need to, to, to feature Waller a little bit, feature the running backs in the passing game. I think the running backs in the passing game is going to be huge because if, if they're stuffing up the run, the run, let's get Jacobs on some swing routes, let's get some Richard and some wheel routes, we'll put it up for Devin Booker. But I think the Buccaneers secondary could be had a little bit because they're young players and they're opportunistic and maybe you know, at least at some points. Yeah. Now, uh, I have one last question for you before I let you go, Eddie. Uh, looking at this defensive line, because I feel like the biggest spark to our defense last week, and it's the same thing that we've been preaching for the last two years, is getting more pressure on the quarterback. We saw that last week. I think we had Patrick Mahomes <clears throat> a lo- in a little bit of a panic. I felt like he was escaping the pocket, uh, maybe yep. a little bit even before he should, because he felt like the, you know pressure was coming. Might as well get the heck out of there now. Um, why why that all of a sudden happened? Whenever we've you know been one of the worst defensive lines, you know, getting after the quarterback in recent games. Not sure. I'm not going to question it. I just hope that it continues. Now we're going to be getting Mo Hurst back, who the week before, whenever he went down, right? Uh, it was week four. Week four, he, in my opinion, was the most dom- dominant defensive lineman that we had on the roster. Now, working out David Irving, possibly bringing him in. And I see him as a longer, lanky, Cleveland Farrell-type rolled player that can play all over that defensive yep. line as well. If we add that, if we bring him in with Mohurst coming back, do you think this defense finally has the ability to turn around and maybe start playing like at least you know a, a top 20 defense? So I talked about it on my podcast uh, last week, Yards Per Attempt. I'm a big confidence guy. I'm a big proponent of 
when a team plays well, that confidence carries over. Yeah. So the Raiders, the Raiders know with Max Crosby and Farrell and those guys, they know how to get to the quarterback. It's not like the first four games they just forgot how to get to the quarterback. They know they could rush the passer. Not every offensive line they play is going to is going to be elite. So to me, it's a confidence thing. It's a, it's it's staying in, it's staying in their gaps and and, run, and and getting consistent pass rush which they did, which they can do on on a good basis. Now, David Irving is so intriguing as a football player. Now, I'll say this: I don't think even if he, they sign him this week, I don't think he'll be ready because all the COVID stuff and all that kind of stuff. But this is a boomer bust guy. This is a guy when he's on the field, he wreaks havoc in the backfield, and he can get after the quarterback. Now, does he want to play football? He loves smoking weed. I don't know if that's going to you know, stop him from wanting to come back. They're going to gauge his interest. But for the long run, David Irving, that, that's what excites me for the rest of the season, for that, that, that pass rush that maybe on third down he comes in and gets after the quarterback, which they haven't had in a long time, maybe since like Alton Smith was here when he came back in. But Irving, to me, could be that X-factor guy if they bring him on board, and he's on board mentally. Now, this week, Moher's back. You know, to me, the guys, Dayton Jones and Chris Smith, the two guys that basically went off the, the scrap heap off the practice squad, yeah. were causing havoc in the middle of the field last week. Now, we need that from Mohurst. We need that from Malik Collins if Malik Collins is back. Like, I want to see a rotation of guys. If guys aren't producing, let's, let's get some fresh legs in there. Let's mix it up a little bit. But it's going to come down to Crosby. It's going to come down to Farrell. You know, the, the, the Buccaneers' offensive line isn't the best offensive line in the world. They got Donovan Smith at left tackle that gives up some pressure. So I personally think they can keep up this pace and, and they could become a top, first of all, becoming a top 20 defense is not asking a lot. It's just basically not giving up. They've done a good job of not giving up those long plays and do different things like that. Yeah. So I think in the long run, they, they can consistently get after the quarterback, maybe not like it was last week, but just affect the, the rusher. Mahomes, you saw last week as Mahomes escapes the pocket, creates with his feet. Tom Brady cannot do that. Tom Brady is 43 years old. He's a drop-back passer, you know, one, two, three, four, five, and the ball is out, yeah. and he gets the ball out quickly. If they can get in Tom Brady's face, Tom Brady will panic because that's what Tom Brady does. Any loss or any of those Super Bowl losses Brady had is because people are in his face. So the Raiders' game plan should be getting in Brady's face as much as possible, and I think they could do it. I love it. I love it, Eddie. Get me all the way fired up. This this bye week is something that I think we needed as a refresher just because this this first these first five games man have been a roller coaster, even just for Raider Nation. So now that the Raiders are back on their feet, the guys are getting back. I, I said it earlier, they're getting back into football shape. They're they're getting used to getting hit. Uh they're getting used to their schedule. Um and we got another primetime game back at home. Something that I feel like we haven't you know, really had a, had enough experience with yet. So coming back, primetime football at home, um, I expect a big-time showing from our guys. Um, and, Eddie, again, I appreciate you coming on. We know uh, – I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon, man, but make sure everybody listening now subscribes to Yards Per Attempt on your favorite podcast platform, probably preferably Apple Podcasts. Go, go leave them a five-star rating and review, listen to some episodes, um, and get some more, you know – Raiders football knowledge in your brain, in your ears, in your in your headphones, in your car, on your trip. Do your thing. Eddie, thank you, man. Cody, always a pleasure, man. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, Go sir. Raiders. So that's going to wrap up this episode. Episode 111, of course, brought to you by Blue Wire Podcast, Pepsi, Indeed, and Bet Online. Make sure you visit those sites using promo code Raider Cody. But again, guys, we're three and two. We're feeling good at the bye week. We're getting our health back, and we're playing Tom Brady. Tampa Bay Buccaneers 
next on the list, and I'm fired up, Raider Nation. You should get fired up, too, because this Raiders football team is something that we haven't seen in a long time. I'm going to keep saying it. This is something that we have not seen in a long time until you throw it back to the good old days. We're back to the good old days. These are good new days for us, Raider Nation. So enjoy it. Get ready. Sunday night football coming at you fast, and I expect some big results. So, like I said, Raider Nation, we'll talk again soon. Subscribe. YouTube.com forward slash Raider Cody or just search Raider Cody on YouTube because we go live as soon as the game is over. As soon as the game is over, click on YouTube and give me just a couple minutes. I guarantee you I'll be live, ready to rock, ready to get an immediate reaction on these Raiders games. Oh yeah, in November 22nd, Stage Door Casino. And anytime, I don't care if I'm there or not, go to Stage Door Casino. Tell my guy John that Raider Cody sent you. Like I said, Let's get this win. Four and two. I can smell it. See you guys later. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts.